0: So, okay, we live, uh, uh, there. Uh, do you know what time it is? It is recession time. I mean, that's <laughs> what everybody has been talking about, right? People getting fired right and left. Uh, you know, all the uncertainty in the economy a few months ago, inflation was like very, very high. And basically, when people lose their job, right, they still need to find a way to get money. So that's what we are going to be talking about. What are the the other ways out there that, you know, you can leverage or use to, to kind of, you know, take advantage of this whole recession thing. And really how I see this kind of chat going today is basically explaining a little bit about recession verse. I mean, it's a big word that everybody just threw out there, right? And talk uh after that about the type of businesses or side hustles i don't know. use the word the word side hustles though, but i would say just businesses that people uh, can start very serious businesses that can bring serious cash you know so yeah that's <laughs> how i see it going
1: well 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 i think um th- today's gonna be a good one definitely you you need to stay till the end we are going to talk about the businesses that you can start during a recession and uh the businesses that are kind of recession-proof and they actually work even better during recession, right? So stay tuned and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and re-hit the like button.
0: And if you have any comments,
1: feel free to put it down there.
0: So yeah, I mean, as as I was saying, right, the word recession is something that a lot of people just throw around without really understanding it. So let me just give like a very quick uh, kind of, explanation uh, uh, of this so basically when we are talking about recession is just uh, a kind of time in which the economy is down. that's like basic so usually it's uh, around like six months and the way kind of the public or the government kind of um measure this is just by uh checking the countries or every country's gdp so the gross uh, domestic product now making it very complex very simple again it's just everything that you know the country produces. like so if everything that the country is producing is growing uh, you know every quarter that means you know everything is good but if that gdp goes down two quarters consecutively that means you know the economy is, is doing really bad is doing bad so basically that's the whole concept of you know recession and um uh, you know there are like many things that happen during inflation uh, recession as you know you know people you know losing their jobs uh, uh, companies not having a lot of um, market out there there is nobody buying their product because people's people you know lost their jobs and, and et cetera et cetera. so i mean that goes back a little bit into the periods that we went through in the past few months uh, or oh, I would say even a few years, the past kind of two years with the whole COVID thing. Yeah, I mean, that's like a quick kind of explanation on on, on recession. Any any thought there? That's basically it. Uh, it's just a
1: downturn in the economy, uh, uh, to put it uh, in two simple words. And uh, like uh, what you just said, Daniel, I remember during COVID, everybody was home. We didn't know what was going to happen. The economy was almost shut down. This is what it looks like. When there is no COVID, basically that's what recession looks like. People losing their jobs, people getting fired, and uh, the the economy is on fire. Basically, like I think you feel like the world is gonna end. Someone has said on the internet that you don't you don't know if there is a recession until it hits you, right? So people like we might be in recession right now because some people are feeling it. Because they yeah. they've lost lost their job, they can't pay yeah. their rent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And someone who who is not going through that wouldn't even know that there is a recession. They will be like, "Oh, everything is going well," till something like yeah. that happens to you. So, yeah. just uh, you have to be prepared for times like this, because this can either make you. Because there are some people who actually make money during recession become because they come up with uh, ideas to start new businesses, or some people who are not prepared basically lose everything uh maybe because they have too much debt. they are not really looking at how much they are spending and stuff like that. They are living the above their means, so all sort of uh you know uh financial bad doings can cost you a lot during a time of recession so yeah. today we are only going to to be talking about what you can do or the kind of business. You can actually start during a recession and take advantage of the economic downturn and see what opportunities you can actually find during a recession. So if you wanted to start a business maybe a year ago or you are thinking about starting a business, this
0: episode is for you. I mean, that that that's it, man. Uh, I mean, one point that you mentioned, actually, that's actually really, really interesting is the fact that some people feel that they are in recession and others don't. And really, I was, I mean, I talk about how the government uh, kind of track all these things. And the very tricky or funny thing is not even tricky. It's just funny. The The funny thing is that in the past, I would say, one or two years, uh, the ggp growth has been like very uh very steady so very close to zero especially in the uk i know in the us is a little bit above that and there are some people saying that usually the, the government just make sure that they uh you know that growth doesn't go below zero percent in two quarters consecutively so basically the government is faking stuff right that's what a lot of people say but that's um we have the same situation here in the
1: U.S., where I think in the past nine months mm-hmm. we actually had two consecutive quarters of uh, negative uh, growth, mm-hmm. and uh, basically the government just kind of changed the definition of the recession <laughs> and uh, tried to pretend that oh things are getting better. You don't want to leave your financial health into other people's hands. That's what I was trying to to say. Yeah, yeah. you are responsible for your financial well-being, so you have to make the proper decision for you and your family. And that's what I'm trying to say. So you have to be informed. You have to be on the lookout every day for opportunities that can make you, um, you know, money, make you financially better and stuff like that.
0: True that, through that. So, yeah, I mean, without, um, you know, boring people with all this recession talk, because I can talk about recession for quite a bit. My background is in, <laughs> is in economics, so I'm, I'm fine doing this. <laughs> but yeah, let's jump into the business, you know, uh, uh, that we think you can start in these kind of hard times when people are losing jobs and, and etc. I think we can go by industrial sector type. Uh, I mean, w- w- which one do you see out there? there? We can start with
1: uh, per services. Uh... Um, industry so when we talk about repair services we are talking about uh, auto repair appliance repair and stuff like that so that's one good industry that is kind of resilient to recession right and the reason that that is is because during a recession people don't like spending money the whole point of a recession is that there is people are losing their jobs so there is less money to spend. Basically, there is less money in the economy in general, so people try to be a little bit more conscious about their spending so for example, as um let's say you have a wash washing machine at home or you- your car is broken down and you need to you know uh, there is some big issue and like you've had your car for like ten years and you want to buy a new car, you probably don't want to do that during a recession you you just probably want to fix it get it fixed or you know. Uh, fix your washing machine and stuff like that, or your fridge. So, during a recession, people who are in that kind of uh, repairman service, handyman service industry, those people kind of do well because people become very conscious about their spending. They, they rely on those people to fix their stuff, basically, because they don't want to buy anything new. And I would like to ask, uh, to add that, for example, in the US, If you want to buy a car, you can take a loan and do that, right? But today, they they just for like real estate on the real estate side, taking a a mortgage is like eight percent. So when we are talking about cars, you have to add five percent on top of that. That's like twelve percent. So nobody wants to buy a new car and pay like I don't know. Have like a crazy monthly payment on their car. Even if you had your your car for a long time, it's better you keep it for the next two three years, right? So, mechanics, for example, are going to stay safe in 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 this recession because yeah. they will continue getting their jobs. They might even get more jobs because mm-hmm. people are not just selling their cars; they are yeah. keeping their cars. And people yeah. who are doing like a repairment stuff. Fixing computers, fixing appliances at home, they will get a lot of calls as well. so if you are yeah. in that industry, you know uh kudos to you. if you are someone who is looking to change their career and uh used to be adjacent in that industry, maybe you want to learn a uh, one thing or two around that industry and start a business there and uh talking about starting a business, I myself own like a couple of real estates and uh, i I usually Uh, get to hire people like that to work on my real estate sometimes. So if you want to start this business, to start a business, you, you, you need a couple of things, right? You, you need the skills first, especially when you have to rely on yourself to do this job. You need the skills. So you have to acquire the skills or maybe you already have the skills. And you need the second thing in, you need sales or marketing, right? So you need uh, to make people aware of your presence Mm -hmm. and. You you need to find your customers, right? So where do you find your customers? So there is, I personally, I use two or three apps uh, to do this um, to hire people. I use an app called Thumbtack um, where you can find um, people, handymen and stuff like that to come and do work at your house. Or I, I use a social network app called Nextdoor, which is basically a social network where you can kind of talk to your neighbors and uh on that site or that app, I've seen a, I've met a lot of people who are I employ sometimes to do landscaping, fix you know um, a door or something like that. So the, these these will be the places where you want to advertise your your business or your skills so that you can find your customers. So these are like very basic things that someone in those industries can do to find jobs. You know
0: yeah yeah i mean i totally agree with you this sector in terms of repair is a very uh, kind of bulletproof me i'll focus more on the auto parts side of things first so uh, i mean just to give you proof that we are not just Pulling these kind of ideas on from our ass or something. Uh, <laughs> really, like if you check, you know, uh, back in the days when the financial crisis happened, uh, companies such as AutoZone in, in the US, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, uh, um, Genuine Parts uh, uh, for Auto as well, all those companies, they performed like really, really well when the stock market was going down. And that really shows that, you know, When things are going really, really bad, people still repair their cars because they don't have money to buy a new ones, as, um, uh, Adair said. And from this, a few business ideas, really. So you can start selling auto parts, for example, you you can do that, but that would require a little bit of capex and will require as well to know the parts that people, people want. And you can sell this on Amazon or eBay. Basically, that's like a very simple side hustle. But if you want to take it to, to, to the next step, you can, just create like a a whole platform where uh you know you you order your 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 auto part from i don't know from uh, i don't know dubai i know that dubai they do really really good in in this kind of automotive type thing because um cars are very cheap there and also um the government has like uh, tons of kind of subs subsidence on, on this type of stuff uh or uh you know if you just forget about the whole uh, auto part thing and focus on services so we were talking about simple services where uh you know people need on um i won't say daily basis but people need often or businesses need often uh so just those ones i don't know you can create a platform platform sorry for example where you know you get together both um uh, the uh, the people that need the service and the people that are providing the service. Uh, I know there is a little bit of competition in this area, but still, you can still do this uh, if you are really, really kind of passionate about it and you want to get you want to get the money. I think there is. These are like some of the oldest business industries uh, talking about providing these repair and maintenance services. Can <laughs> you, you, you can get something out of it, really?
1: Yeah, and, and I, w- I would like to add that there is also an opportunity here. This is not like a, a big there is a big market behind it, right, uh, selling auto parts and stuff like that. But I don't think this is as tapped as people think because I I know for a fact that the U.S., a lot of people, uh, you know, export auto parts from the U.S. And how do they usually do that? They have access to junkyards or, um, yeah, basically junkyards where they have cars that were in accidents that were completely destroyed. And sometimes those cars are even sold on like... uh, On auctions. In auction, exactly. And when that happens, what people do is that they will buy those cars because they can. people can't really drive the car anymore. It's not in a state where you Mm -hmm, can fix it. So they will buy the car and cut, you know, destroy the car and, and take the parts out and ship that. I know a couple of companies that do that in the U.S. as well. Uh, as well. Uh, and if you want to f- learn more about that, we will put our um, newsletter in the description. Subscribe to our newsletter and we will send you a list of all the businesses and competition that uh, already exist in, in that industry. We'll send you all that list and you can actually do some research on it how those people are able to start those businesses and how they operate them.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you were talking about, you know, uh, kind of auto parts, like uh, buying auto in, um, in auctions, right? That just remind, <laughs> reminded me of uh, a re- a Rich Build. So that's how I, I kind of learned about that, that thing because I used to watch his channel all the time. That guy is he's just amazing. But yeah, Rich Build. That, <laughs> yeah, I that, just wanted to put um, it out. seems like I've heard that name before. You should you should definitely check him out. He does exactly what you just said. He just buy cars on auctions and then fix them. And he has you know very crazy ideas like changing Tesla. Oh, oh, oh. To like I
1: watch him all the time. Isn't he the <laughs> okay.
0: electric car guy? Exactly. exactly yeah, yeah. He's yeah. here in Massachusetts he with me. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Actually, yeah, yeah. I didn't know where, 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 where he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. he's very he's he's, he's very genius, good. I very guy. entertaining. Yeah, very yeah. very entertaining. So I guess we can go
1: to number two, the second yep. industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this industry, uh, is more for people who like saving money. And, uh, believe me, when a recession hits, everybody's trying to save money. Okay. So think about Groupon, right? They see c- the website where you go and find deals. Uh, think about Retail Me Not. Think about Costco, BJ's, Sam's Club. Think about all those, um, grocery stores. Uh, department stores that offer you your products at a lower cost. Those department stores, even if they are not gonna keep selling the high volume that they used to, they are not going to go out of business because they sell everyday stuff like your paper towel, your <laughs> toilet Bobby rolls. <laughs> you know exactly. People were literally fighting over paper towel. Right? Do you know?
0: You know that that could be actually a good business or a good business idea. You know, so you sure. just need to, uh, kind of. So basically, this is like stockpiling, right? You just buy exactly. a
1: huge, a huge. Uh,
0: and this depo- is exactly
1: what happened during COVID.
0: There exactly. were
1: videos of people who were going to Costco, buying a ton of toilet paper and putting it on eBay or Amazon and doubling the price. Yep. Guys, you remember this. This wasn't (laughs) 10 years ago. This was like two years ago. So this can happen again. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's like you are sending people out there to buy toilet papers. For, I mean, <laughs> you so, never so know, man. <laughs> so basically you need to understand or know what product is, you know, because if you check the previous, you know, um, previous financial crisis, uh, I mean, they didn't buy any toilet paper. It was there. Right. So, I mean, it, it really depends because people are just crazy. Right. And right. the trend just picks up very, very fast. for it, um, But
1: yeah, <laughs> I, I want to correct that. I, I'm not <laughs> telling you to go in and buy toilet papers and stuff like that. But this is what I'm talking about. During recession, people want cheap prices, right? Lower prices, lower costs, right? So, if we know this is, there will be demand for this during a recession. If someone is passionate about this, there are thousands of business you can start. Even though you have competitors like Retail Me Not, Groupon, and stuff like that, who are a who are platforms where people can find these deals, find promo code and stuff like that. I don't think I've seen this yet, but someone can take this idea and run with it. And hear me out. Okay. It's going to cost the person a little bit, but not more than $300. Okay. So $300
0: or $300,000?
1: No, no, just $300, $300. That, That should be the max that you need to spend on this. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. But hear me out, a membership from Costco sam's club and bj's which are these big department stores right where they sell things to you at a cheaper price when you get a membership there i don't think any of them is above hundred dollars okay i think costco executive membership is, i think is about hundred dollars so if you you buy the membership that is lower than that you have access okay so let's take it from there you have those three believe it or not even though these companies are supposed to sell you stuff at a cheaper price. There is still a markup on these two. And the reason why I know this is because I operate a business on an Airbnb and I buy from all those stores. Okay. I have two memberships from BJ's and Costco. And on many occasions, I was able to see that Costco's prices were consistently lower than BJ's prices. So okay. based on this information, someone can go out there, find the product, first do some studies about what people buy the most, right? Toilet paper, etc. Right? Again, I'm not just telling you to go and buy toilet paper. <laughs> okay, <laughs> But to be serious a little bit, right? Go and find out what are the the products that the people buy the most from these stores. And Apart from that, try to find out during a recession, what are the products that people will need the most? Maybe uh, people who are learning online now, maybe they need an iPad um, or a computer, whatever it is, right? Maybe try to create a newsletter based on this, where you compare the different prices of this, the same product across all these stores. Try to find online. So use your competition, on. And retail me not, honey, all these guys, right? To find promo code for all this for the same product. So take one product, for example, make the comparison from Sams Club, Costco, BJ's, try to find the lower price, the lowest price among those those three. And on top of that, Amazon, eBay, all those guys, or even some of the online stores try to find coupon for that same product. So every week. Try to find 10 products, write a newsletter where you detail the pricing and where people can find this deal, create, go to Substack or Beehive, create a newsletter and keep sending these out every week. During a recession, I know people will go to Groupon and all those things, but because you have done the study and found the product that people need the most and you have actually found the lowest price across the web, right? ultimately, you will get some people to subscribe to you. And by that, you created a business because people can pay pay maybe a 2 or $3 subscription fee to, to be part of your newsletter so that they can get these deals. And this, because if you think about retail RetailMeNot and those big platforms, they do this in like a scale where it doesn't matter the, the specific product. But you are being being very specific so that takes you you know that makes your product more valuable because the user that they whoever is going to read your newsletter it's not going to be overwhelmed with 100 products right but they know exactly what they get when they subscribe to you so and you know to market this newsletter you can make some small tiktok tiktok videos you know uh breaking down these prices and at the end, you ask, "Hey, subscribe to my newsletter so that you can get more of this information, and you start making money like that. That is a very good business to start start doing um, a recession
0: yeah, yeah, I totally agree with uh, you know all the things you explain, and really that's a really good one on my side, really, in terms of like discount kind of shops, well, what I was more thinking about is really uh you know the kind of platforms or uh Chrome extensions that collect the uh, the discount codes. Uh, right. You know, everybody knows that AI Money. is yeah. yeah, honey. AI is very very powerful now, and uh, maybe there is an opportunity on that market. There is always an opportunity, and if you mm-hmm. have a, a background in, in kind of IT or tech. You can go ahead and build one, and I'm sure that's not that's not gonna take like too much time. You just package it in an extension or an app, and then you market the the extension, and you know you get people to to kind of uh, you know install it on their their Chrome or their browser yeah. or whatever, and then you start you start getting a little bit a little bit of money. So uh, yeah, yeah, and, and
1: and and let me add something to what Daniel said, right? To make it a little bit more concrete for you, right? During a recession, or right now even, I'm not even talking about during a recession. Right now, there are a lot of uh, car dealerships that are not selling their cars, and it's costing them a lot of money. I would not advise to buy a new car during that time, or right now, because the interest rates are just too high. But here's something you can do. If you are in IT, know a little bit of coding. If you can write a scraper, something that can scrape, the web pages of all those auto dealership. you can start with your area, okay? Scrape the, the site of those auto dealership. Some of them are reducing their prices. So if someone installed that Chrome extension and is looking at a certain car and click on your extension, what you should do is go and find all the other sites, all the other dealership around their area and see which one has the lowest price. Or give them, give them options of lower, lower prices around. I don't think I've seen anything like this, but no. give them options or a list of lower, lower prices for the same vehicle around mm. your area. And yeah, I, think I actually, that will be sorry. something really cool that will make you money.
0: Yeah. I actually haven't seen anything like that, to be honest. I'm, I'm knowing the kind of car purchasing market. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, those are, those, those are really, really good ideas. Um, yeah and for most of them right the uh the capital needed or the capex needed to get into those to start those businesses are not uh really much they are like very very yeah. low, so it's you know all about you know your desire and uh you know what you really really wanna do, so you know those are yeah a few few ones i think we can move to the to the third one so uh, the kind of third industry that's very very kind of attractive and performs really really well in um you know during recession is online online education right so basically as we were saying at the beginning of the 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 pod, a lot of people unfortunately lose their job the people that didn't they will all of the people basically will will just try to better themselves really, and they will be thinking about oh what skills can I learn to to kind of better myself and the et cetera et cetera. So for those things, there are few platforms that offer those uh, uh, kind of um, uh, courses. Uh, I'm talking about Coursera here um, and Udemy, you know, Udemy exactly, and others. LinkedIn, oh, LinkedIn, <laughs> and there is still there is still a space there if you want a very slow uh, kind of way you can just create a, a course there and then market it. But, um, you know, besides kind of, you know, creating a course, again, this is an idea that we talked about before, newsletter. So you can create, uh, you know, a, a newsletter talking about a specific kind of skills, but breaking it down into like few, few parts and sending one one a week, or just a newsletter talking about side hustles, basically doing what we are doing here now. Just to die in a newsletter. And I promise you that, you know, if you market it well, a lot of people will subscribe to it and, uh, you know, you start charging and just start charging them. Just imagine, right? If you are charging them, I don't know, one pound per person and you have, I don't know, 1000 uh, subscribers and out of those, you know, let's say 500 are subscribed to your kind of premium version. That's like 500 pounds a week. So that's, um, that's a decent money to start with. So I think people should take this seriously, especially if you are already in tech and you have a, a
1: high skill or like a high level skill, like a software engineering, um, cybersecurity, data engineer, AI engineer, all that stuff. Because what happened in recessions is that when people lose their jobs, usually the, the first thing they do is, what can I do so that I can find my next job, right? And sometimes people will realize that, okay, maybe my skills are not up to date with the market. And um, the skills I have now are not so valuable anymore, okay? I'm not saying this is going to be super easy, but if you have a, skills that, a skill that is kind of in demand, right? Like AI, for example. And with AI, there is a lot of cleaning of data, right? So being a data engineer or an AI engineer, if you already have those skills, or maybe cybersecurity, everybody's working from home these days, okay? So that means all the computers are connected through some kind of internet connection, VPN, or whatever. And a lot of companies are running this risk of uh, being attacked. By c- cyber criminals and stuff like that. So there is a lot of demand for cybersecurity as well. So this is where the market is going. If you go on Twitter today, there is more talk about AI than anything else. So when this happened, the recession happened, yes, investment is gonna dry up a little bit in this field, but because They are the main thing that people are looking at now. The small money that is left, right, it still has to go somewhere. And investors want their returns. So they are going to put it in things like AI. Look at NVIDIA stock. It's all-time high now. If you own any of that, you know you are good. (laughs) So whether AI is going to solve anything or not, That's where the money is going now. So if you place yourself near the money, you might get a little bit of it. That's all we are trying to say. And I'm going to give you a concrete example of someone. You can go and search this. The name of the person is Zach Wilson. He's a data engineer. He was making, I believe, 600000 at Airbnb. He quit that job, started an online course, right? that he wrote himself about data engineering and in six months he was able to build his course business to generate that same six hundred thousand that he was making over a year over six months or nine months I, I don't remember exactly but he has written a blog post if you want this blog post subscribe to our newsletter you will get uh, an email Of all the things that we are talking about with links, okay? People who will be graduating during a recession are going to have a very tough time finding a job. Okay? So that's, I'm already giving you the kind of uh, people you should be targeting with your product. Okay? Because if you are a senior, you've, you've done, you've been in this industry for like 10 years. You know a lot of things that someone who is coming out of university doesn't know, and them having a computer science degree or whatever, they don't have that background. So these experience that you have, turn it into a course, and you know market it to those people who needs the experience before they can get the job. Because during a recession, nobody is going to hire someone who is coming out of university. They are going to hire the senior guy and pay them the the, <laughs> the salary of someone who is coming out of university. That's what is going to happen. You, as a senior person, will be competing with people who are coming out of university and everyone else. So this will give you an edge, basically. You have an extra income coming from your courses. But again, you have it's not as simple as just recording the courses. You have to sell it. You have to find the audience to sell this course to so zach wilson has a very very good blog on this subscribe to our newsletter and you'll receive all the links to that
0: on to the next one so the next one uh would be like a debt collection so obviously in these kind of tough moments people have a lot of uh, people are unable to pay basically because some of them will lose uh, their job uh due to you know uh you know the unfortunate kind of situation and uh Really, you can train yourself in how to collect debt. And here, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, thug debt collecting (laughs) because I know there are, you know, uh, people in the hood that do this. So, yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about forcing people and muscling people into paying back. I'm talking about like a proper course on how to collect debt. You know, you can get those on Coursera or just check on YouTube, right? You'll find something. And uh, after that, you just go and reach out to, you know, all the businesses, small businesses in the, in your area because these businesses are the ones that usually struggle to collect these debts because, you know, they don't have the kind of um, financial resources to go and then, you know, pay for like um, an expensive debt collector or you know, uh, like yeah. a... Yeah, a lawyer or, or whatever. So, yeah. you know, these kind of, you know, the dentist of your neighborhood, uh, the landscaping companies and et cetera, So those will be, you know, the, your ideal uh, kind of target. And you know there is a huge kind of commission usually on 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 these on these um on these kind of jobs when you get one done and you Mm -hmm. know the debt is collected you can get like up to twenty to forty percent you know of the debt that was collected so that's a really really juicy money out there yeah
1: yeah and again we are not saying it like oh it's easy you just start your your company no no that's not what we are saying you actually need to do work. You have to go and learn. There there are rules about how you collect debt as well. You have to go and study those, okay? But the thing is, you are not going to run out of job during that time. That's what it is. A lot of people are... The whole reason why we have a recession is because people are in debt and they can't pay them. That's basically it. The government is in debt and people who are in the, you know, (laughs) in society are in debt. You know? So... You are not going to run out of jobs. You just need to look hard. That's all it is. But if, you know, you owe a dentist $1,000 and you can go and collect that debt, you know, it's going to be hard because people don't have money. But you have to think about it like like this. If you create a company today, we run into recession maybe six months from now, you already established yourself. Yes, it's going to be hard to collect the debt, But let's say you don't have anything else to do, or you lost your job and you know, because you have set up this already, you have a couple of companies Mm -hmm. reaching out to you, you know you have something to do, and whenever you collect debt, you get twenty to forty percent return on, on, on your on your investment, basically. So you have to think about that because these are the people who are making money on this. And I actually know someone who has Grown a company from zero to $80 million, just as a debt collecting business, right? $80 million business now. And I'll be happy to send it to you through our newsletter. So don't forget to subscribe.
0: Guys, you have to subscribe to the newsletter because you, you're missing out. You're missing out. Yeah. On to the next one. there uh- This is going to sound a little bit like a repetition, but it's going to be
1: developing your IT. Um, skills basically so if you are working in a different type of industry before and you got fired or for some reason there is a restructure of your organization or company and you lost your job what happened during the recession is that a lot of people or a lot of companies are going to get rid of some of their employees why because it's a recession there is less business basically So, just think about the stock market one year ago, right? Microsoft fired 10,000 employees. And this is an IT company, okay? Facebook, about 12,000. Amazon, 12,000. So, all these companies fired so many people who were already in IT, right? But over this year, a lot of those people got their job back. That's just because. Most of the companies that are not in IT actually need a lot of IT services to prove the performance of their businesses. So regardless of whether there is recession or not, yes, some IT people are going to lose their jobs, but there is still a bigger chance for people who are working in IT to maintain their job or to get jobs. Why? So, think of someone who is a dentist or, I don't know, a landscaper or something like that. Maybe they have, I don't know, less customers during the recession, right? And maybe they had like a five or ten sales guys. They are going to get rid of maybe half of those people because they can't pay them anymore because they don't have that much that many business anymore but what they are going to do is find ways to make their process a little bit faster a little bit more performant. and to do that they will probably need some kind of software some kind of tech services or it services and on top of that maybe getting rid of those five people they can hire one it guy to you know take care of security installing software, you know, any of those IT things, right? So some of these small businesses will have to reconfigure how they do business. And a lot of people are going to start thinking about IT. One good example of this, right? When COVID happened, a lot of restaurants which didn't want to be on Uber Eats, GrabHub, and all those uh, food delivery apps, what happened? They were forced to, Because that was the time people weren't going to restaurant. So any of those food uh, restaurants had to create an account on those things. And once they create the account, they need someone to monitor the orders that are coming in, right? And if something breaks, right, they need someone to fix it. So that's one example. So this is what we are saying, like during these times, some people are going to need these are it services even people who didn't want it they are going to be you know i'm losing a lot of money here having people doing this work how can we do it faster and better usually it's going to be software
0: i work in software i know this so yeah those are you know our five um kind of business those are more than five but in terms of industry you know those are uh, kind of five, but you know, since we love you guys so much, we'll add one last for you know, the bonus. So here, this one is about home maintenance. So this is something that I actually didn't know, and I had to kind of Google, out, Google around and uh, do a little bit of research to understand it. So as human beings, we have categories of spending, and when the recession hits, the first spending that everybody cuts is holiday spending. And that goes, you know, no matter what the country is, holiday spending and everybody cut that down. So that money of holiday spending, people will still have a, a bit of it. People that, you know, manage to keep their job or um, are, you know, in a, a decent kind of economic situation. And this money, what people do with it is improving their home. And I'm not, here I'm not talking about, you know, big improvement. I'm talking about what's called do-it-yourself. And, you know, during recession home maintenance stores that sell do-it-yourself kind of product they thrive they do really really well if you go check the stock market in 2020 and then even going back to the financial crisis these companies do really they did really really well so there are opportunities around this so the first one could be you if you are a handyman or understand how most jobs are done around you know the house you just go on internet go to youtube and start making videos to explain this i know there are like a few videos around this already but i haven't seen any channel where so basically i will see one channel that's focused on painting i'll see one that's focused on this part of things and i mean there is no i haven't seen any platform where you know there are just tons of do it yourself uh, uh, kind of things. so this is like a great area where you can just create content and then just share it with people and beside the videos, there are other ways to create, you know, those types of content and then, you know, just share those with people. So that would be the last uh, one on my side. I don't know if you have anything to add in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, um, kind of say that that's a good idea. <laughs> like you, it will, you'll will be kind of blown away by the amount of, um, people who are doing like a kind of building handy stuff on YouTube and the amount of views that they are getting. You guys know we are not getting any views, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> But if you go to any of those channels, they are getting a lot of views, okay? And there is just something about the human brain that likes seeing things being built. So if you have any of those skills, you should be taking advantage of it not only that but you just making videos recording yourself working because you already are in the industry right you don't even need to like talk maybe like two months into it you can start talking (laughs) but just record yourself and put it on youtube i'm telling you someone will watch i'll watch it
0: send me an email and i'll watch it
1: okay just just (laughs) do a
0: mr bean for Uh, for the beginning Do mr bean by just yeah i don't know just moving stuff around not doing any not making any you know any 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 noise or not speaking at all but yeah i mean those are our five ideas man so yeah Yeah. thank you very much for you know staying with us you need to subscribe to our um, newsletter to get you know all those juicy link and all the things that you need to drive so yeah go ahead and subscribe the link is going to be in the description thank you very much and uh, yeah that's a wrap don't forget to subscribe and like the video and comment as well on, honey. Hey, me and my buddy, money. we making all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. Hey. They never catching us lagging. Hey. Me and my buddy, hey. we working hard for this money.